Your name means God is gracious. <laughs> but then when you show off your gangster side, people are like, goodness gracious. <laughs> Douglas Slim and Juanita, the podcast. So I celebrated my birthday over the weekend. 6th of August, right? Yes, it was We the threw you an entire concert to celebrate, you know, the Atas what? Angin concert. <laughs> We heard you didn't attend, but we had a great time anyway. So, how did you celebrate them? Yeah, so I had a birthday dinner at the beach. It was really, really mm. nice. And this happened in Bali, I mm-hmm. think, which made it extra special. So, it was in a gazebo. They set up like uh, lanterns going down the stairs Shuya. into the gazebo. Flowers everywhere. There were fairy lights. Uh, yeah. I don't really get dining on the beach, actually. What do you mean? I mean, food is food, lah, right? You you eat chakwe tiao in a food court. You eat chakwe tiao on a beach in a gazebo. It's chakwe tiao. <laughs> <laughs> but the ambiance is different. <laughs> and, and the ambiance is important to you. Yeah, I think so. I think music is the most important thing. It, oh, um, while you're eating, huh? you you need good music. Yeah. You okay. Need, you need appropriate music, lah. Not not just good music, okay. right? So like once I went uh, for a fine dining experience, right? It was uh, yeah <laughs> in KL, like Heritage Row. Okay. In Heritage Row, a lot of like, atas restaurants, right? So this one was a bit of a fusion restaurant, okay. uh, Malaysian makes masale kind of thing. Um, but when <laughs> when we walked in, there weren't a lot of people there. Okay. Okay. We went for an early dinner. You know, we waited. It, it was the kind of meal where you order a salad and the salad comes. With dry ice. Oh, Do you know what I mean? it's like a show, so la, a yeah. bit of a showy food type of thing. Super extra, right? But because w- the time we were sitting down, there weren't a lot of people. Mm. I think the workers put on like their own music, which was like Indian hip hop music. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you can imagine, right? We're sitting there, we're eating our food, this atas food, and then <laughs> the music that's playing is. Nice one. I would dig that music, man. <laughs> like banana leaf, okay lah. But this food is like atas food. And then later, this masale group of people walked right. in. They nicely changed the music to like lo-fi, chill lo-fi <laughs> music. Like, hey, what is this? Eh? No, hey, that means uh, the Tamil hip-hop wasn't for the workers, you know. Then? It was for you. <laughs> they, they saw one Minachi walking straight away. They were, Guru Nau Nichimikita. <laughs> <laughs> But your dining experiences, Douglas, are always next level, right? I am next level. <laughs> Fly FM. So we were talking about dining experiences and mm. how ambiance is important, right? Not just the food. Although I still think the quality and tastiness uh, of the food is still the most important factor. Like, like, I mean, you know, you could make your restaurant look like a million bucks. Uh-huh. You can make your restaurant smell like a million bucks, uh, sound and feel like a million bucks. But if you serve me Singaporean <laughs> chicken rice... Uh, <laughs> You are still going to get negative 10 stars again. Uh, so you're saying that as long as the food is delicious, you could eat next to the drain. Me and 90% of Malaysians. Some yeah, of us true. will choose to eat in the drain. <laughs> no, but uh, <laughs> there was one place though uh, where the decor kind of got to me. It toyed with my emotions. You have emotions? <sighs> of course I have emotions. Our hunger is not an emotion. Yeah, wow. Wow. <laughs> Okay, quiet, uh, listen. Okay, anyway, I went to this steak place. Yeah. It was a uh, fairly classy setup because the price was not cheap. Okay. I mean, okay, it wasn't fine dining, uh, unlike your Atta's experience. Uh, it was more of a family restaurant. However, I had problems with the artwork. 
that was on, on the wall. Okay. It had photos and pictures <laughs> of really cute baby cows <laughs> and the oh, eyes no. big, big, all staring at me. But most steak places will have the diagram of a cow, right? Like it shows you the parts and cuts of the cow, mm-hmm. which part is like the tenderloin, the ribeye, yeah. the T-bone. Yeah, that one okay. Yeah? But don't show me a close-up headshot <laughs> of a baby cow <laughs> looking at me as if saying, have you seen my mother? <laughs> she went to the butcher this morning. You know? I actually felt really sad, you know. <laughs> but let me guess, you didn't cancel your order, right? Of course not. It was delicious. <laughs> Wait, okay. Fly FM. So a food delivery man helped a lost auntie find her way home. Did he put her in a food box? What? <laughs> no, I just keep her warm a bit. <laughs> uh, was it a, was it a Malay auntie? Ah, uh, no, it was a Chinese auntie. Ah, yeah, Malay means I was going to do a a mak chicken joke, <laughs> but, but never mind. I'll save that for when a Malay mak chick gets lost. What? That's horrible. <laughs> So this food writer, right, he uh, posted a TikTok about how he helped this like lost elderly auntie, right. right? So she apparently flagged him down when he was leaving to work and then she asked him for a ride home. Aku pagi-pagi dia nak pergi kerja, tiba-tiba ada seorang auntie ni dia tahan aku. Dia minta tolong aku lah, nak hantar dia balik rumah kan, dia suruh aku hantar balik rumah. Aku cakap aku boleh tolong. Sekarang ni, auntie ni dia tak tahu rumah dia dekat mana. Ha. Auntie, dia nak cia sana ni auntie? Bukan sendiri lah. <laughs> yeah, so he spoke in Mandarin. I don't know what impresses me more. What? Like this guy's kindness. Yeah. Or the fact that he's a Malay dude speaking Mandarin. <laughs> or that he can fit himself, the food, and the auntie on one bike, you know. <laughs> because I drive an SUV and I never have enough space one. Especially when people ask if I can give them a lift. I'm like, hey, no space. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this story is really nice Because mm. we get so many stories about scams And mean people Corruption and abuse of power Yeah, so a story like this is definitely a very nice break It restores a bit of faith in humanity la. Yeah, and like Helping someone with directions Or giving someone a lift is always a nice story, right? Like I tried to give someone directions the Oh, other okay, day. where was this fella? Uh, this was at the office here Oh, here? Yeah, work office So I was walking back to the studio And this guy was walking around Like looking really lost Okay So I was like, you know what? I'll try to help him out Because like, I, I know this place pretty well yeah. So I asked him like, What are you looking for? And then he said uh, The surau <laughs> I was like Oh No sorry Can't help you there <laughs> Surau where you know Ask for canteen Then you know <laughs> Fly FM. So we saw this story About a food writer Who helped a lost auntie mm. And we're talking about How it's refreshing la, That we get nice stories like this Yeah because no Usually we open social media And right? straight away VIPs behaving badly Man steals underwear <laughs> <laughs> Corruption trial postponed You know and There's no good news one Yeah so this story Kind of restored faith In humanity mm. la, Right But you encountered A lot of uh, Kind and helpful people While in Kelantan You were saying Yes Not just kind and helpful la. They were also very friendly And welcoming mm. And it's, it's a big difference uh, Between people in Kota Baru And people in KL Because there was one time I was walking to KB Mall right? Hey, I've heard you mention KB Mall a few times Like is that the only mall In Kota Baru or what? How dare you <laughs> They have at least Three <laughs> That I visited Okay Anyway I was walking uh, there It wasn't very far uh, 200 meters left for me right. And this car pulls up next to me yeah. There are two men in the front seat, right? Okay. And one of them winds down the windscreen and goes like, Give me So I was like, uh, KB Mall, this the bun here. And they were like, Ah, uh, naya. <laughs> Gate in my car. Sounds uh. like a scene from a kidnap movie, right? Right. <laughs> and as kids, we're always told, you never get into a stranger's car. Yeah. But they look very friendly. Oh my and then, God. <laughs> I'm a grown man, alright? So I appear to the back seat and there were packets of surrounding there. Okay. So my head goes like, okay, they have food. So chances are, they're not going to catch me and eat me. <laughs> 
So I get in the car And actually uh, Wanita It would have been so much faster If I had walked No seriously Because it was just in front of me 200 meters on foot But because it was a car right uh-huh. They had to get on the highway Drive oh, for about I think 1km And then U-turn And then drive all the way back They eventually dropped me off uh-huh. And I felt so grateful That I bought some of the surrounding How many you bought? Not many About 10 packets <laughs> A lot. Maybe that's their business model. What? Oh, yeah, sure, sure. Like they drive around looking for non-locals, wandering aimlessly in Kuntabaru, and offer them a lift. Right. Actually, who knows, Tanya? You know? <laughs> hey, anybody out there listening right now? If you have encountered the same thing while walking alone in Kuntabaru, <laughs> please give us a call. I need to find out now. Fly FM. So this American woman wants to name her kids Laksa and Kaya because. She was inspired by Singapore. Huh? <laughs> yes, correct. Okay, now I don't know which I'm more angry about. Mm-hmm. That she thinks Kaya and Laksa are good names for humans, <laughs> or that she thinks these things come from Singapore. I know, right? What you can't like totally blame her. Also, she's originally from Texas, but now she lives in Singapore. The name Kaya would be the cutest little baby girl's name. I can already see it. Kaya Millington, like it really, really works, and it's just delicious. Second on my list, also a girl's name. I think Laksa is. Like very foxy, very mysterious, very chic. Laksa is foxy and mysterious. Yeah, other names that uh, she was interested in are Marina, Clementi, Boon, Boon, are you? Boon and Sian also, but she pronounces it as Sean. I don't know lah. I feel like she's doing it for the views. Mm. Like no way is she gonna name her daughter Kaya Millington. Right? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a nice change though, right? Westerners using Asian words as names because it only used to be the other way around. What? Off the top of my head, I know a few Chinese girls with names like Apple, <laughs> right? Apple, Cherry. I'm yeah, this yeah, actress. Yeah. Her name was Avo. Can you guess what it was short for? What? Avocado. No way. But not joking. Okay, <laughs> I even met a guy who called himself Zodiac. Are you sure this wasn't like his Chinese name, like Zodiac? <laughs> po- <sighs> po- positive. Okay, it wasn't. And no, and you must have heard Jen Han's story about a girl he met called Absidy. That's like no. his most popular joke. Uh, he said he met this girl in Hong Kong. He said, "What's your name?" And the girl was like, "Absidy." And Jen Han was like, "Absidy? How do you spell that?" She was like, "A B C D E Absidy." Oh, no. <laughs> Was her first name Bohemian? Huh? Like Bohemian Absidy? <laughs> <laughs> Not bad, are you? Huh? But this lady, right, who wants to name her kids Laksa and Kaya, yeah. it may sound exotic to her. But not to us Okay Your kids will get teased If they go to local schools yeah. And also It's actually very dangerous And not helpful Can you imagine Losing your kid At a pasar malam <laughs> <laughs> She'd be like calling Laksa Laksa Where are you And people won't help They'll just be like Hey this white chick Really likes laksa <laughs> But speaking of baby names Right um, I was supposed to be Born a boy Yes Which is why Your name is specifically Wanita <laughs> <laughs> we'll tell you properly the story next of Fly FM. Fly FM. So we saw this story about this American woman mm. who wanted to name her baby after Singaporean dishes, laksa and kaya. On time, I think. <laughs> yeah, but it goes talking about baby names in general, right? Like I was supposed to be called Johan oh. because my parents thought I was going to be a boy. And, and why did they think that? Was it because they saw something on the ultra scan, but then when you bought it, it disappeared? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> no, it was because I was super active. I think they didn't want to find out the gender of the oh, baby. Oh, they didn't right? scan. Okay. They didn't scan. So, um, yeah, I kept kicking apparently in the stomach. So they thought, okay, lah, this one is a boy. Behaving like a boy embryo, is it? Like, yeah, a, okay. I guess so. But then I was born and whoops, I came out a girl. <laughs> so it, it went from Johan to Juanita. But Johan is a very affirming name. Eh? Yeah. It means champion. Johan is also the name of Hot FM's new breakfast announcer. <laughs> <laughs> but what does Juanita mean? Um, it means God is gracious. <laughs> Why are you laughing? <laughs> your name means God is gracious. Yeah. But then when you show off your gangster side, people are like, goodness gracious. <laughs> <laughs> wow, so funny. Huh? <laughs> what does your name mean? Douglas. Du- uh, Douglas means from dark water. Uh, pollution say pollution lah. Dark water. <laughs> Not from dirty water. From dark <laughs> Okay, but did I tell you how I got that name? No. Because if you look at my dad, he doesn't have an English name. Yeah. His name is Lim Ekpeng. <laughs> now, how Chinese is that name? Because you hear Lim Ekpeng and you can imagine firecrackers, a lion dance, you know, Ang Pao packets being taken out. All. So, why would a full-on Chinape give his son an English name yeah. and an uncommon one at that, right? Yeah. Because he was a pilot. And there was a very famous plane manufacturer back then called McDonnell Douglas. So therefore, he named me Douglas Lim. (laughs) Which means there was a 50% chance you could have been McDonnell Lim. (laughs) Fly FM. So this Indonesian man, right, has to be the king of excuses. Really? Better than us Malaysians? Because our excuses can be quite epic one. Like, it was a donation. I don't remember. It was the previous administration. He was caught stealing a goat but uh, when they interrogated him right he said he was just trying to steal the rope but then the goat was tied to it so <laughs> that is like saying you know I didn't rob the bank I just wanted to borrow the safe but the money was inside la. What, what nonsense man yeah I don't know why people do this like you were caught red handed the evidence is there but you come up with crazy excuses mm. for what like just admit to it la, right I sense an ex-boyfriend story coming up here oh no <laughs> yeah, one got a lot, a lot but I'll tell you another time uh, this was about an ex-housemate, right? Okay. It was just two of us girls in the house. Mm-hmm. Um, I was cleaning the house and then I see a panty liner on the floor, right? <sighs> in the living room. And I, it's just two of us. It's not mine. Okay. So I asked her, la, like, hey, your panty liner is here. Mm-hmm. She's like, no, no, it's not It's not mine. Who else could it be? There's two else? girls in here, right? Exactly. Then later, <laughs> later she messaged and she was like, oh, sorry, the panty li- liner was mine. I just forgot because I put it under my arms like on my armpit to absorb uh-huh. sweat and I forgot about it it must have fallen off oh okay. <laughs> my mind is blown here sorry it's Choba so are you telling me that women use panty liners to absorb ketiak sweat uh? this woman did lah don't lump all of us together <laughs> okay okay so what do you use for, for underarm sweat why are you suddenly talking about no, my- no it's nothing to be embarrassed about <laughs> sweating is very normal I, I use your jokes huh <laughs> yeah because they're so dry oh <laughs> Wow! Yeah. So since you tried to embarrass me, uh, we're going to talk about what happened to you when you were 18 and tried to call your wife. Why? Bring up your kata, <laughs> you bring up my history. Oh. Yes. Too much. <laughs> Next of 5FM. Fly FM. So this Indonesian man got caught stealing a goat. <laughs> then he went like, oh, I wasn't trying to steal the goat. I was trying to steal the rope, not yeah. the goat. <laughs> and do you actually expect that this stupid excuse will work? I mean, who's going to believe you, right? Yeah. You had a really lame excuse prepared, right, when you were 18. Oh, okay, so this is the first time I'm telling this story, ah. Yes. <laughs> so I've known my wife since we were 
ten years old. No. I mean, we're just friends, lah. Then, all right. Yeah. No, actually, she didn't quite like me at the start. No. Uh, who does, right? <laughs> <laughs> Very good, uh, but I think I started liking her at around uh, I want to say fourteen, fifteen. You know when the hormones kicking and all that. Uh. <laughs> but because we were friends, yeah, I didn't want to ruin what we had, which is a really good friendship. Oh. And, and look, like, what if I confess, right? And then she doesn't feel the same. And mom post now, right? Yeah. it'd be so awkward, and she might not even want to be friends anymore. So I kept it a secret. I waited till we were eighteen. You waited that long? <laughs> what typical Chinese family, lah? Like, yeah. Not allowed to have any girl. Friends and the laughter SPM and all that. Right. So my plan was to have this letter written out, okay. and the letter would read like, "Hey, uh, we've known each other for quite a while now." Blah 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 blah. Uh, I would like to say <laughs> that I have feelings for you and all that nonsense, lah. Okay. And and if she rejected it, uh-huh. uh, like if you said like, "Oh, I only like you as a friend," or "You are like my brother," I had an excuse prepared. What excuse could possibly save you from this situation? Wait for it, ah. Huh? I would have then said. <laughs> Eh hey, no, this letter is not for you. <laughs> <laughs> this letter is for mailing from a uh, account tuition. You know, I wanted you to help me check the grammar only. <laughs> like she was gonna buy that excuse. <laughs> also, you'd be crying if she rejected you, right? Yeah, probably right. <laughs> But I have to soldier on. Like <laughs> this is not for you. <laughs> this is for mailing, who I like very much. I don't like you also. <laughs> Fly F. So BTS set to release a song for World Cup. It is BTS. Don't stop working, one ah. Huh? They're non-stop, man. Yeah, take a break. You still got song, right? <laughs> yeah. It's actually a partnership to promote unity with uh, sustainability. Okay. Yeah, it's called Goal of the Century, right? <laughs> Steven Gerrard's going to be in it. Uh, the Korean national football captain Park Ji Sung is also involved in it. Actually, they all no need lie. Why? <laughs> Because all you gotta do is just get BTS to team up with Blackpink. Then seven plus four got eleven players. They can form a team by themselves. <laughs> Guess who's gonna play uh, right midfielder? Who? RM uh, R- right midfielder. <laughs> Ayo, <sighs> wasting my time with football jokes on you, lah. Oh man. Fly FM. We are back with football updates. Say with more excitement, lah, Wanita. I, I, that's the best I can give you. <laughs> so sorry. Okay, a lot of games uh, were played over the weekend. It was the first game of the new season for the English Premier League. Okay. Right. So Arsenal beat Crystal Palace 2-0. Ooh. I'm very excited about this because I don't like Crystal Palace. Okay. Uh, right. It's their rivals to Brighton. Okay. So, uh, but it's a very boring game, lah. Then okay. Chelsea also beat Everton 1-0. Very boring game. Penalty nonsense. Uh, Liverpool. Uh-huh. Jing, jing, jing. They drew me, you know. Yeah, they, we thought we were gonna they were gonna beat Fulham because Fulham was just promoted. Means last year they weren't even playing in the Premier League. Oh. Yeah, so they were just promoted. They were supposed to be the whipping boys, oh, the new fella come up, she's gonna whack on and someone play oh. against Liverpool. Right. But they could only manage a draw and Liverpool had to come from behind twice. Fulham actually scored first. Oh. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that was uh, quite exciting for me to watch. Uh, right. Tottenham beat Southampton 4-1. Nicely wall up them. Okay. Um, Manchester City continued their winning ways. They won 2-0 against. West Ham, both nice. goals being scored by their new player, Halen. Halen. Yes, oh, this fella, right? He's like a Viking. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, he's a tall, blonde, very muscular fella. Right. Like, if he runs at you, he's he looks so strong that you just walk away, man. <laughs> you run the other way. I would I would disappear if I can. <laughs> hey, guys, he's got both the goals. Perfect debut for him. Nice. And then you want to hear the most exciting part of the English Premier League, which happened yesterday. Brighton and Hove. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brighton and Hove Albion. Yeah. We sauntered over to the theatre of. Dreams, which is where Manchester United uh, play their home games. Ooh. 
Mana when they wall up them nicely 2-1 <laughs> Both goals scored by Pastel Gross Now, we thought we weren't going to do well Because we lost two of our very influential players Okay uh, They they were sold uh, to to you know better teams okay. But don't need them also We went there like in Manchester United Like very lousy ni, never do anything But they memang very lousy, right? <laughs> Yes. No lah, <laughs> no, they're rebuilding lah, they're rebuilding. Okay. So, are you ready for the chant? Well, I haven't heard this in three months. Huh? Listen up ah, the president of the Brighton and Hove Albion <laughs> Supporters Club of Malaysia is giving you this. One, two, Brighton and Hove Albion. We are... Eh. <laughs> again, again, again Brighton and Hope Albion We can be champions We beat MU at their venue Now let's whack everyone We could be number one Fly FM We just found out that eating with your mouth open Actually helps your food taste better Yeah, but it also makes people avoid you faster <laughs> because I am not sitting next to someone whose food can jump out of his mouth and land in my soup. You understand? No? <laughs> yes, I completely understand. And I don't agree with this. But apparently it's true. It's a study done uh, by Oxford University. It must be true then. So it's legit, lah, right? Mm. Yeah. So it releases like this volatile organic compounds apparently when you eat with your mouth open mm. and that boosts the sense to your nose like the odors to your nose which makes your food taste more intense in your mouth yeah but it's going to look a bit rude like, <laughs> <laughs> definitely although I think it also depends on culture because in Japan you can get away with some weird table manners one. Oh, yeah, I yeah. remember when I was there people were slurping their food you know and like slurping quite loudly <laughs> Oh, it shows no. that you're enjoying the food apparently But yeah. I think it only applies to things like ramen or udon When there's soup okay. for you to slurp Don't like go and slurp your sushi like <laughs> 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 you're kissing a block of rice That's weird. <laughs> But I hear that even burping in Japan loudly Means mm. that it, it's a good thing It's like compliments to the chef if you burp loudly So does the chef need to be there as you're burping Or you have to go into the kitchen and go like Chef son Burp <laughs> yeah, I, I hope you don't burp in the chef's face. Like, that's just rude. Um, I think in other countries also, as we I heard in uh, Afghanistan, mm. if bread, like you're eating bread, it drops on the floor. When you pick it up, you have to kiss it. What? Yeah, you have to kiss the bread that drops on the floor. Okay. Um, in Chile, 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 yeah. you cannot eat with your hands. You have to always use cutlery. Okay. Right, because that's rude. I think that's a lot of countries, uh, right? Mm. <laughs> um, also in Egypt. Apparently, you cannot refill your own glass. Why? I don't know. It's just not... It's rude. It's, it's, it's table yeah, manners. It's rude. So, you can fill like, you know, you're eating with someone, you fill their glass and you have to wait for someone to refill your glass. I guess it's all about what is appropriate in which culture, in which setting. Like, yeah. for example, in my house, it is totally acceptable uh-huh. to fart while watching TV. What? Right? But I do it one time in the cinema, everyone looking at me like some criminal. <laughs> Fly FM. So this man shows up to his own wedding in a stretcher with an ambulance and wearing full-on wedding baju. Well, good luck on the marriage, man. I mean, break your leg. Eh, no need. Your leg broken already. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's actually what happened. Well, not break leg per se, la, mm. but he fractured his left foot, apparently. Oh, man. Had to go for operation and everything, but he didn't want to cancel the wedding date because it happened only a week before the wedding, okay. right? Maybe two last minute or whatever. So he shows up with an ambulance. They had to roll him out on the stretcher like a like a, like a hospital bed, like that, you know. Roll him out with his wife standing next to him. <laughs> Full-on drama, man. Something tells me that this is stunty. 
as uh. well because I understand I understand you you know it's a very important wedding you want to go there but even if you're injured and you're on a stretcher yeah. surely you don't need to be brought there by ambulance correct or not yeah true ambulance are for emergency yes yeah. Exactly. If you're on a stretcher, just put yourself on a pickup truck. That yeah. will surely suffice. And hire a kid with giant lungs to sit there and go wee you, wee you. It's the same thing. <laughs> yeah, but you still have to stop for like VIP convoy, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I don't know how I feel about this. Like, I agree that you know it's a good thing they didn't. Uh, postpone the wedding okay. because you have to pay so much to postpone the wedding, especially a week before the date. Mm. You have to call everyone. The you, gifts there, if you've made gifts ready for people, exactly. You have to return the gifts, uh, pay extra money probably to like book it again, book the venue again, mm. right? But also, if the groom has to be brought in a stretcher, like that's not okay. Because kasian lah, is no why kasian? Because it's about me, right? The wedding. <laughs> Now he's in a stretcher. He's totally stealing my thunder. Everyone's going to look at him. Yeah, exactly. Dude, if he if he dares show up, if your if your future <laughs> like husband dares to show up in a in an ambulance, yeah. you're going to one up him. I guarantee you, you will show up in a bomber, right, in a fire truck, being carried down by six abang bombers while they're singing. This girl is on fire. Yeah. No <laughs> Fly F. So we know this guy called Kanan. He does this conspiracy corner. Thing. Yes, it's uh, a podcast. Yeah. yeah, you've actually met the guy. No, no, no. I haven't met the guy. Oh, you haven't. But I have seen his videos. Uh-huh. Uh He's basically this this lonely uncle uh, who sits Yo. in his computer room and does this podcast about conspiracy theories to anybody who will listen. <laughs> I just happen to be one of his subscribers. <laughs> Okay, questionable why you're uh, subscribing to his podcast. But anyway, people have actually messaged me uh, saying that they don't get the part about the rocket people. Ah, yes. Kanan always blames the rocket people. And to him, like that's the number one go-to people to blame for anything that's wrong with the country. It's like Sumo Salah rocket people. Who are these rocket people? Uh, th- let's listen to the podcast. Maybe you'll understand. <laughs> okay, this is Kanan's Conspiracy Corner. <laughs> You are listening to Cannon's Conspiracy Corner. Eyes up and listen closely, friends. It's now time for me to show you more hidden truths and revelations. This new information will make your eyebrow go up so high, it'll join your head hair and come down your back. We've all heard recently about the Malaysia banning the cigarette and the vape from being sold or held by anybody born after the 2007, right? Many believe this one is to protect all the young people, but that's only what the media is allowed to tell you. There's actually a bigger secret reason that they are too scared to admit to the public. But I, Kanan, I'm not afraid to tell you. Be ready, because the truth is so spine tingling. Your backbone will vibrate like the iPhone 13 on a silent mode. The reason is this: there is now research which hasn't been done yet about how these products can affect our mental brain. The media says it's dangerous, but if you simply listen to the voice in your own head and ignore the science, you will know that this product can unlock our psychological power and allow us to communicate telepathically with who we know. The alien. So who, who is it that don't want us to communicate with the aliens? It's the rocket people. They ought to keep this information away from the public, so only they can benefit from advanced alien technology. Now you know. Now you know. There are more truths to tell, but there are too many people listening to the microchips in my antibodies. Until next time, this podcast is brought to you by Swimming Brand waterproof tea bags. Want to drink tea and scuba diving at the same time, but you are worried about getting the seawater into your cup. Use Swimming waterproof tea bags. Tea leaves soul separately. Next week, we reveal how prehistoric aliens gave Hawaiian firefighters the blueprint to invent the first Game Boy. This has been Kanan's Conspiracy Corner. This.
is the Douglas Lim and Juanita podcast. Hang out with them weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on Fly FM.